Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And Can we repeat all that? or is this? No, we can repeat anything you want, except we have to start this way. I want it to seem exciting and I know. fresh. Exciting and new. Welcome to this week's edition of From Rock. the Bunker Come with Jody Hamilton and David Shocking. Thank you, Travis Boone. Are we in the Love Boat guest star portion of our careers? We are now? in the Lauren Tweeds coming over and sh- uh, doing a line Pound of coke. A line of coke. Yeah, um, and I'm sure she's sober by now. But regardless, hi, I'm Jody Hamilton, David Shockett for the win. You're not sure of anything. You just don't want to get sued by. I don't want to get sued tweets. by. No, but Lauren knew my brother, so trust me, he knew. She knew. Got it. She's known for that. Anyway, um, David Shockett. And Ted Lange, she's your and bartender. I got to meet him. <laughs> I bet he was as nice as the day is long. He was. Do you remember he was on a show called That's My Mama? Yes. Not on What's Happening. Don't confuse What's Happening for That's not. My Mama. That's a totally different show. No, I got to meet him. God. Dwayne, Raja, and Rerun. Oh, my God. And I D. And little D. And little D. Oh, my God. No, I met They're Mr. Lange. They're all like 60, by the way. I know. I met Mr. Lange <laughs> at a party like eight years ago. A friend of mine, she's like, I'm going to Lawrence Hilton Jacobs' party. I'm like. Wait. Boom Boom Washington. Freddie Boom Boom Washington, I'm so... She goes, you want to come on? I'm like, yes. And so it was literally, hi, all the white women, because it was mainly a... Dude, we're old as ass. Yeah. And so we walk in, and I had like a bikini on and a sarong, and it was summer. And then I walk in, and there's Ted Lange, and he knew my brother Jeffrey. When I say Fred Grandy, what, what do you think of? The love boat. I don't think... It, well, then what do you think of? Iowa. He was yeah, a representative. He was a congressman from yeah. either Iowa or It was Ohio. Iowa. It was Iowa. Fred Grandy. Fred Grandy. He has since passed away. I That's believe. sad. He seemed like a nice fella. I bet he was. Even no, the GOP. but Mr. Mr. Uh, uh, Fred Grand. Uh, Fred Grandy. Talking yeah. about like the '80s GOP almost seems like talking about like the Lincoln GOP. It I mean, does, doesn't it's it? It's so different. It's like people talk. Well, Lincoln was Republican. If anybody he ever, was the first if Republican. anybody's argument is ever to you, well, Lincoln was Republican and the Democrat, it's like you can stop talking to them immediately. Yeah. No. It's like oh, the Dixiecrats. I'm like no. They're cynical and foolish. They switched. Yeah. In the 60s, for sure. Um, who was the, who was, oh, Bird. He was in the KKK. Well, he totally renounced it, devoted his life to civil rights, and was actually eulogized by the NAACP at his funeral. So there's that. Um, and, but yeah, um, okay, whatever you were saying. But, you know, like you were saying when you walked in, in our pre-show, uh, Lindsey Graham. What the hell is he doing? He's giving us the Senate? I don't. He's not up for re-election no, he's this not. cycle. he's not. But the Senate is. 
And he just turned abortion into a na- the national issue that I've been hoping that's going to be turned. Now, everybody has to be asked that question. Are you for a national ban, ban on abortion or 15 weeks? It, it's 15, 15 week weeks is what he said. How, how, wait a minute, three or four. So that's four, just, just shy of four months. Is that one and a half trimesters, essentially? Barely, yes. And by the way, most people that are at that point in their pregnancy want to keep it. Yes. Most people... You're not you're not fretting fretting and, and hand wringing over should I have it or not? Fifteen weeks in, you've you're made not. a decision. You've made a decision within usually within twelve weeks. By the way, and a fifteen. No, you've made a decision sooner than that. Well, but within twelve weeks, some people. I would say within a month of knowing you're pregnant, you've made a decision whether you want to keep it or not. Potentially eight, nine, mm-hmm. depending on cycles um, and sophistication. Absolutely, but fifteen weeks. Most people that are pregnant at fifteen weeks want that pregnancy to go to term. If that person needs to abort that pregnancy, it's because of the health of the human that's holding the pregnancy or that some the fetus dr- is an issue. Some drastic change in circumstances Absolutely. that's none of my business. Exactly. I mean, uh, I watched an interview. I hate that we even have to argue it and discuss it. It's just so absurd. You know, Rude Pundit, who I talked to on Monday, had a great article. He says, people think that the Democrats are extreme when it comes to abortion, but they're not. Because the Republicans are, because they're forced birth. Not one Democrat is forced abortion. That's the extreme. Forced birth is an extreme. Forced abortion is the other extreme. Democrats are all about choose. Well, that might be a false equivalency. I'm not sure I, no, buy, not. I buy into that analogy. No, no, no. It is. Because if they're going to say the Democrats are extreme because they want choice, which is not forcing abortion, which is the extreme... It's allowing abortion. It's allowing it. But the Republicans want to force people to give birth. That's their no, that's, agenda. It's insane is what it is. It's forced birth. <clears throat> and I can't believe that he would come out nationally with an issue that's pretty much... See, I think he's cut himself a little bit of room without it being the... 15 weeks. The, 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 you know, I would say 90% of abortions take place in that 15 weeks, so it's probably going to affect less than 10% of... Still. Pregnant. Still, obviously, there should be, you know, women need to make that decision on their own. And period. it was always illegal it after like 24 weeks unless the health of the mo- mother or the fetus. No, he, he should have said Roe. Yeah. Or, or the whatever extreme things he's claiming. The, what, what, what has a Democrat recently come forward, a national Democrat proposing some sort of legislation? And is it codifying Roe or is it something m- what Republicans, anti-choice uh, people would consider more extreme than Roe? Um. The Democrats want to codify Roe, which also allows certain um, birth control that wasn't around with Roe, and also abortifacients that weren't around with Roe, like RU486, which is an abortifacient. Sure. Um, which most Fancy word user. What, what, you never catch me doing something that pedantic or... <laughs> <laughs> um, Perspicacious. There you go. Um, uh, no, but basically it allows... RU486 to be, you know, it's not just DNCs. It's allowing medication. No, I get it. Um, So they think that's extreme. No, it's not, actually. It's much safer for the human that has the fetus that the person doesn't want to have. So what do you think uh, Lindsey Graham was thinking? I mean, there had to be calculus. He's, he's, you know, he's as crafty as Littlefinger in Gold. He's thinking it's 15 weeks, which is what John Roberts wanted to do, which was the Mississippi legislation, Mm -hmm. which isn't as bad as Roe. Where was the, where, what, what states did Dobbs come out of? That was a Mississippi. Was that the Texas ruling? It was Mississippi. Mississippi was the law that they were looking at, along with Texas. Which one was the Dobbs decision? It was Dobbs was uh, Dobbs v. Mississippi. I okay, believe. got it. 
Um, because that was the decision that Alita went, let's just go for it. Because I figured Roberts, and that's what he said in his sort of concurrence dissent weird writing, he wanted them to go, no, just 15 weeks. It's not Because he wanted the frog to boil slowly. Well, it's been boiling for 30 years. He just didn't want it to die on his watch. It, yes. And um, what I watched a doctor from Tennessee because Tennessee's new. Was it Bill Frist? No. Um, oh, Dr. Lady. And um, in Tennessee now, you cannot perform a DNC on somebody who's pregnant, even if it could save her life. At the risk of harming the fetus? No, no, no. Yes. And jail time. Literally, the Tennessee law doesn't have a, which is the dumbest thing in the world. I mean, it's good, but it's Dude, dumb. they elected Marsha Blackburn as a senator. How smart can any of those people be? But the legislation- Second dumbest senator ever. She's, well, no, third. You got Marjorie Three Toes, Lauren no, Bobert. she's not a senator. Oh, that's true. Uh, it's a dopey ass. What's her name from Mississippi? Something Pierce, maybe? I don't remember. Um, anyway. Dressed up in a Confederate outfit. Oh, God. Um, but the Tennessee law basically says you can't have an abortion no matter what. Life of the mother matters not. And that was signed into law and it just triggered. And so these doctors are like, okay, so she has an ectopic pregnancy. <clears throat> I can't get rid of that. When nope. you say ectopic, does that mean the it's fetus the is f- already dead? No, it's in the, the fetus is oh, growing in drop. the fallopian tube. Okay, so it could kill her. Oh, it will. If an ectopic pregnancy goes much farther than um, six weeks, seven weeks, the person with the ectopic pregnancy will die. It'll burst, and that person will die. Sure. It's just, it's a death sentence. And then other things where a fetus has died in the womb, but there's still a heartbeat, and they have to wait now until the heartbeat goes away. I just feel like they could do things on the DL in the operating room. They and nobody, can't because they're like, lawyers. Who knows if it's 15 weeks or it's 16 weeks or it's 14 weeks? No, no, you no. Can't Tennessee law says not at all. But I mean, if I'm saying in general, how do you know exactly how many days a fetus is? And you're telling me you can't fudge that around on a. But on your, Tennessee on a chart? law says you can't have an abortion at all. Whether it's six weeks, two weeks, 20 weeks, it's against the law. And now. People uh, are at risk. We're looking at a federal abortion ban of some sort. I mean, at most, weeks. most people won't even get into the details of it. They're just going to know, wait a minute, you're looking for a federal abortion ban? I'm not down with that. No. It, there had to be something in it for him. I just have no idea what it is. It's just so stupid. Like everything they're doing, they, like they had the narrative. They had the gas prices. They had the inflation. They had Afghanistan. They had all these things. Then all of a sudden, this, this, this decision couldn't have come at a worse time for them. I, and also, by the way, Ted Cruz and other senators want to introduce legislation to not forgive student don't loan debt. Here's the thing. That's also it's dumb. Like, does, that, does student loan debt benefit everyone? It benefits 43 million people. It does, which is great. But, you know, it's like, hey, I, guess, federal that you, debt. I get that you went into, to, you learned how to be a plumber or electrician and you have a business and you didn't take student loans to do that. Or I guess you paid off your student loans. That's great. But you know what? Every now and then, we do something to help out a segment of society. Thank you. Like a few years ago, we helped out all the bankers, you know, because they needed it. And, you know, we're not done yet. You guys are a worker. You guys are in the trades. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do 
whatever, you know, tax credits for people that are doing this. It's like, we'll get to you. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to begrudge everybody. You didn't begrudge the billionaires, the banks. No, they never just, do. Just give us some time. If you're in the middle class, if you're not making $150,000 a year, we are going to help you. This is just one piece of help we gave to this one segment to of society. only people that took out federal loans, by the way. And not- by the way, everybody that didn't go to, everyone that went to college isn't a millionaire. You're no, not, you, you know, now. it's not your thirst and talent of thorough. Most people that went to college, I'm a college degree, are middle or upper middle class or lower middle class. You know, I don't think the percentage of wealth, it's slightly higher than people that are high school graduates. But, you know, most people aren't millionaires. No. And most college graduates aren't millionaires. No. They're regular people. They could be accountants. Dentists. They could be bookkeepers. They could be teachers. They could be nurses. They could be, you know, whatever it is. Lawyers, doctors. Most jobs, you, you know, you could be an insurance salesman. They want someone that has a business degree to work at this company, to be a regional manager of whatever. I mean, these, you know, for your $65,000 a year and benefits in two weeks a year. It's like they need help. And no. this is going to help a lot of people. And a lot of Republicans are going to be helped by this, too. I'd- and for Ted Cruz and others, go, we're going to sue the Biden administration to stop that. Also seems like a dumb bring, idea. Bring it on, bitch. I mean, little. Thank you, Malcolm Nance. Bring it on, bitch. Um, I mean, literally, it's like I don't the bubble that they're in. They don't understand that. First off, 300,000 people in Texas in the past couple of weeks Registered as Democrats for the first time. And apparently, female voter registration, which it's usually huge. outpaces male voter registration by 3%, is now outpacing it by 40%. Yeah. And that's not surprising. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. And then when I saw, I think it was Chuck So Tah- the polling doesn't matter if the turnout is so much bigger among the of this side than the other side. Well, and, and Chuck Ta had somebody on oh, Meet nice the Press... Show. He finally cut his bad bangs. Um, he finally said, F it, and I'm going to be, just be sort of bald. Yeah, but when do we get to look at Nicole Wallace on Sunday morning? I know. She needs it. That's I her agree. job. I agree. But Mediocre white guy. But he had some Republican strategist going, oh, abortion is not on the top. It's like, Dude, really? Abortion's ahead of inflation. Abortion's ahead of climate change. Abortion's ahead of It's just of down every- from democracy. Yes, democracy collapsing. It's democracy and abortion. But who would have seen that coming? Thank you. People are paying attention. That's a good thing. Um, that people are like, oh, wait, this is. Um, is he going to jail? I hope so. No, I mean, this is the first time I think it's. It just seems like the dam is about to burst on this guy. It's too much. Well, it's I mean, you have to realize the, the one six height is worse than the, than the document deal. The thing about the document deal, which is great, is it's simple. It's, it's a very, very clean case, and there's actually no defense. He broke the law. And he knows it. Period. He admitted to it. And he, and he lied to other people to get them to lie under oath. Christina Bob's a big trouble. Oh, yeah. And she's either going to go to jail or throw him under the bus. Because either now, she signed a document the, that she knew was a lie or he told her something that was a lie. Her client directed her to sign this and she's his representative. It's like when you sign your tax documents. It's like you don't make – your lawyer doesn't make an argument in court. You're making an argument. Your lawyer's making your argument for you. Exactly. And like when you sign a tax document. You're signing it saying, what is in my tax return? I trust my accountant. And then your accountant's trusting you also. To provide the right information to him. So if you signed it not knowing what your accountant did, that's on you. And if it's your accountant signed it. It's a very simple case. What they, like, it's very when, simple. When they talk about lawyers, is that like a document case? This is literally and figuratively document. a document case. It absolutely is. And, um, <clears throat> and the new f- uh, Midas He's Touch. He's guilty and there's no defense. Exactly. The new Midas Touch video, you saw that, right? Um, remind me. Okay, so it has been documented that May 6th of 21, 
Uh, there Donald, are documents being loaded to Bedminster on a plane. Uh, May 9th. He, they were asked on May 6th of 21, not this year, More than last a year, ago. year, by NARA, hey, there's some documents missing. Can you bring them back? The okay. National Archives. Right. And so, okay. And then three days later, there's video of people taking Boxes that look a lot like the bo- bank boxes is what they call them. Oh, they're going to find those people and ask them what boxes they were. In fact, a, a caller on Stephanie's show on Monday said, did you watch the one woman carrying a box? And some pers- man said, hey, can I help you with this? And she went like that. She pulled it back like, no. As if she was directed to not give it to anybody and else. Here's what's, here's a, the, That's the woman I want to talk to. Here's about. a mistake that I think Trump made. Of, yeah, he made a thousand. But I think when he heard the word National Archives, he didn't I think, think of in it. his brain he was thinking, you know, Library of Congress, Smithsonian. I don't think he, he should have been thinking more NSA. Because it's much closer to a, a, a group like the NSA than it is, you know, like they're using like the library, overdue library book. It's like, no, dude. No, dude. Not even close. You don't return, you know, top classified nuclear secrets to, you know, the local library. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, when he showed up in D.C. yesterday. What was that that weirdo thing about? Okay, so today, I believe it was this morning, he was photographed with five or six men. Conciliaries, probably. On a golf course. And his goombas. His goombas. Bada bing, bada boom. He was on a golf course in Virginia, I believe. Nobody had golf clubs. At all. And when you see photographs of them in their golf carts, not even golf clubs in the back of the carts. So they were just trying to find a space in a room that wasn't bugged or a telephone that didn't, that didn't have a wire That's what it sounds like. It. That's what it looks like. And like that's, this is a guy who really, really is, you know, worried. He's terrified. And paranoid. As he should be. Yeah. Um, because, you know, his daughter's going to give him up. Well, she's not going to the can, that's for sure. She ain't going to prison, not for him. Hells no. And there's reporting that he wanted to fire Jared during the 2020 election. And For what reason? Oh, he didn't like him. Uh, here, I have it somewhere. Didn't like the advice? It's around here. Yeah, he, he basically wanted another person to fire him. And then when that guy tried to fire Jared, Jared went, um, everything's fine. I'm not going anywhere. Because if you're going to fire me, no, you got to make that guy fire me. And Donald, because he's brave Sir Donald, is not that brave. Because no, he'll, he'll tweet, he'll tweet, fire you. Yeah, he, he won't. He <laughs> like won't. Comey. Yeah, he won't do that in person because you're fired is not what he does. He's terrified of people being upset with him. Thanks, Mark Burnett. Yes. For foisting this grotesque, depraved pig onto the world. <sighs> I hate that he has the same name as my mother's maiden name. Um, t- Trump lawyers. This is the thing. Uh, you're talking about Christina Bob and Evan Corcoran. Um, Who be- just recently retained counsel, I understand. I know Christina Bob did. Well, I hope it's better than she is. She's a TV pundit who went to law school. I don't, I, listen, I know it's not easy to get through law school. There's a, a modicum of intelligence you need to get to law. You don't need to be the smartest person in the world just to go to, to law school. Just have to pass the bar. But you have to, you know, you have to, it's a lot of work. And you yeah. can't be a dummy. Right. But apparently they can't write briefs. Unless you went to like Liberty Law School or DeVry School of Law like Jen Ellis. I mean, literally, the, the, the lawsuit that was thrown out. <laughs> of automobile mechanic and law. <laughs> the Middlebrook. Here, Judge Middlebrook. Um, hit, okay, so Donald filed a lawsuit against Hillary Clinton. Peter, wait, let me give you the, the litany of people. <sighs> it's a long list. Who filed a lawsuit against who? Uh, Donald Trump. 
This recently? Uh, it's recent. It just okay, been, it's been dismissed with prejudice, which nobody ever wants. Which means it can't be brought back. Exactly. So it was filed against Hillary Clinton, the Democrat National Committee, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Christopher Steele, and various Democratic politicians and attorneys. And his claim was, and his damages were? The defendants, blinded by political ambition. This is in the lawsuit. Dude, his projections are like, you know, the clearest, you know, magnifying glass in the world. Um, they orchestrated a malicious conspiracy to disseminate pat- patently false and injurious it information. Still is all Trump. Everything you're saying is all stuff he did. Against Donald Trump and his campaign, all in the hopes of destroying his life, his political career, and rigging the 2016 election in favor of Hillary Clinton. Do you think Mitch McConnell regrets not uh, whipping up the votes for, for that him, second impeachment? I, I would assume so at this point. He should have asked 10 or 15 of them, say, listen, just... Wait, to, he got seven. He just needed 10 more. Just absta- he, All he would need to do them say, I walk need you to make a, make a statement that I don't recognize these proceedings as legitimate. And walk out of the like, room. And just walk out of the room. That's all he needed. It included claims, the 16 counts in the 100-plus page complaint. Claims for RICO violations, obstruction... I mean, <laughs> the judge... Literally writes, the plaintiff's theory in the case set forth in over 527 paragraphs in the first 118 pages of the amended complaint. Because he was like, you need to amend this. This is just bad. It's difficult to summarize in a concise and cohesive manner. It was not presented that way, but I'll try. And he eviscerated them in 65 pages, less than theirs. I mean, they literally just added 100 pages to their complaint as an amendment, at one point they're like... It almost pisses off the judge because like when my mom was on the bench, she said the only thing that I get upset about in a courtroom is if the lawyers are unprepared or they're wasting my time. Or they're dumb. My mom is very, very patient. And, and judges need to be patient. Um, I'm all for patient judges. I think that's important. But when you file lawsuits that are dumb... They really don't like their time wasted. And he wrote a 60... 16- well, because those courts are valuable. 90% yeah. of the cases in this country get settled out of court because we don't have the room. The judges are valuable. The bailiffs are valuable. The court reporters are valuable. That real estate is valuable. And you cannot be wasting it on frivolous nonsense. Well, and Judge Cannon has an out after the special counsel. They gave her counsel. an off-ramp. Is she taking it? I don't know. She'll, we'll know on Thursday, I believe, um, because she... Hold on, please. Oh, there's that one. Sorry. Uh, thank you. Thank you again, Travis Bone. Um, she has an out because I don't have it here. Oh, this is funny. Um, basically, she can stay the order of the DOJ continuing there and the FBI looking at uh, sp- uh, classified information. It's like, just stay this. Just you've got an off ramp, lady. You are being pilloried, rightfully so. Um, she's the first Trump judge that has done the wrong thing because she literally said to them, you can't investigate anymore. What judge can rule a law enforcement agency to not investigate? None. She doesn't have the authority. Well, she's ruled to stay. You can't do she – inju- she put an injunction on them. Like I don't think – does she understand how out of her depth she is in terms of the people that, you know, at the Department of Justice? Oh, by the way, is it possible that this whole time that I've been throwing a little bit of shade on Merrick Garland that he's actually been like a ninja? Hi, 40 new subpoenas. 
Like those didn't come out of nowhere. No. Like they've been work- they must have been working at this since day one. Of course. As soon as you got in in April of 21. No, he's been working on this. He's going to be he's going to ride in town like a pimp when this is over. No, he's he's doing his job. I've been saying this for a while like get, let him do his gig. He's he's very meticulous. And after a while, I was like Sally Yates, Sally Yates. No, she would have been great too, and she probably would have been just as meticulous. She might have been more public about it Mm -hmm. potentially. Um, But the only reason him and Lisa Monaco, they're like Batman and Robin. They are, they are. I mean, he 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 brought down the Unabomber and uh, the federal uh, uh, Terry Nichols and. Oh, did he prosecute? No. Yeah, he prosecuted them. He prosecuted them. He prosecuted them. So no, this man knows what he's doing, and when you go for the king. Can't miss. Cannot miss. And unfortunately, that's this. That's you know how many people Republicans are hoping that he doesn't miss. You know how much Ron Ron DeSantis wants this guy off the stage. It's like they were giving Pence so much credit for doing the right thing. Please, the last thing in the world that Mike Pence wanted was Donald Trump sitting in the White House for another four years because he wants to sit in the White House. He's never. And if you had given Donald Trump four more years in the White House, oh, we're done. Country's over. Aside from how much damage he'd do to our institutions. The result of that damage would be the leading far and away candidate in 2024 would have been Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Because Trump doesn't give anything away. He's going to keep it within his family. And Pence wanted that guy gone more than we did. He hated that guy. He's like, he like in the religious stuff and the thing and all that biblical nonsense. He believes that like for real. Oh, no, he does. Like he thinks Trump is, is a pig. No, he would sign a, a full on abortion ban from six weeks. Mark my words. Were, give, were he given the um, opportunity? I love this, though. <laughs> so You love it. I love it so much because it's ridiculous. Donald, that's what Mary told me to call him, requested for the DOJ to split the bill. Our good pal M. Trump. Yes, we love her, and she loves us. Um, he wanted the Department of Justice, which means taxpayers, to split the bill for the special master that the DOJ doesn't want. No. Has there been a rule? Has she ruled no, you got to pay for it yet, or is she still oh, deciding? Oh, no, that's, he, he, it's, it's, they're suggesting each party will bear 50% and the DOJ. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you know who have been unbelievably conspicuous by their silence? Like, I have not heard two Donald peeps Trump out of Ma- Mark Meadows or Rudy Giuliani. Oh, no, Mark is tweeting on the. Mark Meadows is? Oh no, I'm, you're wrong. Mark I'm Strong. wrong. It's, Mar, it's Mark. It's uh, Mike Pompeo. Is Mike tweeted. Pompeo? Because no, he wants right. to be president too. Yeah, but <sighs> what a spineless worm. We have not heard two peeps from Mark Meadows, and Mark Meadows, by the way, knows everything. Everything. Of course, we have our lady who Giuliani, who's owed you know probably five or ten million in legal fees that he's never going to get paid because I think he wrote the deal on the back of a cocktail napkin. He don't want to go to jail. No. And and where's the, he going to get his hair dye? I mean, I, people will flip, and that's why these all these 40 subpoenas went out. I mean, we've got the subpoenas to his lawyers going out. I mean— And you don't know what the other—and let me ask you a question. When you give grand jury, is there like a gag order on your testimony? So it's like if you've testified, you you legally can't get together with somebody else testified. What did you tell them? What did you tell them? What did you tell them? Well, you can tell them, but then— you're gonna. The judge is gonna go crazy on you. You don't want to tell your testimony because most likely you're telling the truth. But it's and like the thing is, you don't know what you can and can't lie about because you don't know what somebody else has testified exactly. to that has you dead to rights. Exactly. A room, a conversation that had five people in it. Yeah, I mean, a grand jury is. If there's forty people testifying that all have deep, unique, granular knowledge of this. You can't lie at all. No. 
because 20 of them may have testified, this guy said this. Right. That's why you have to tell the truth. That's called testimony and swear to tell the truth. Whole truth. This is a, a truth. Washington D.C. grand jury, right? But it, yes, and it's still. And this is a federal. And this crime. This is the we're, DOJ. If we're talking about the one six crime. That's a crime that took place in Washington D.C. Uh-huh. So the trial would take place in Washington D.C. Yes. So the chances that they're going to get a, a trumper on that jury, to me, the way jury selection works with peremptory challenges and challenges for cause, they could get rid of. You know, you're going to get it. It's. I think Washington D.C. is eighty percent. People of color, maybe more. Uh-huh. It's ninety percent Democrat. I well, mean, they elected Marion Barry. That's what um, the, the so, guy with one good eye, uh, the guy, the Oath Keeper. Okay, Stuart Rhodes. Stuart Rhodes. He doesn't By want. By the way, Yale grad. Very smart man. Um, he doesn't want to have the trial in there because it's ninety percent Democratic. It's like, dude. Sorry. Crime someplace else. Crime bro. someplace go crime else. In Oklahoma, go crime someplace else, buddy, because you crimed there. So sorry. And he's also trying to get a special master now. And their best chance would be a hung jury on one person. They're not going to get a, and they're not going to get a hung jury in Washington. Well, and so far they're going to get ten, jur- twelve jurors with no with no trumpers on it. Well, and so far every January sixth person that's gone to trial convicted. Yeah. Everyone. And by the way, being a Republican. Doesn't make you a Trumper necessarily. No. And, they, and they're going to say, you know, it's irrelevant. I'm sure they're going to be able to get reasonable people that might not be Biden supporters on the jury. They, I mean, forget about the, the document crime. He, he's effed on that. I mean, yeah. it's just it's those are cut and dry. He's going to have to plea. He's gonna, well, he's never going to cut a plea. No. But if it wasn't Donald, if it was anybody else, they would be cutting a plea for six months as opposed to five to ten years. Well, and we've got this problem with um, the Jeffrey Berman book. The problem with Trump is. His biggest problem in Florida is Trump. He, no, he can't plea to one month. He can't go to jail. He can't be strip searched. He can't have to bend over, spread his ass cheeks, and cough. That's what happens when you get taken into a jail. Yes. You Let know? alone prison. It's even worse. And what you know, and and like I said, that then the the sheen the sheen on him is is gone. The long hair goes down. Uh, that he. He does the thing. That, that's a real problem for him because any normal person would say, okay, I'll take my 30 days and get this over Weisselberg, with. Weisselberg, 100 days at Rikers. Rikers. I told you, man. Rikers. He I might mean, be looking at Rikers. 100 days at Rikers. 100 days is in prison. It's jail. It's 10 years somewhere else. Is he there right now? Oh, no. When does he have to? I don't think he's turned himself in, but it is 100 days at Rikers. That's time, man. That's not that. That's like the world's worst cruise ship. Have you ever been on a cruise before? I have. A week is like a month. I love cruises. But no, I mean, that Rikers, by the way, I I am not a fan of that it's like, it's, jail. It's like, you know, Abu Ghraib. It should be closed down. It should be closed it's down. It's a human it's rights hor- violation. It is. It is a horror. I mean, Parker Center here is country club compared And there are bad people in Rikers Island. Lots <laughs> of bad people. And it's too bad and still should be closed down. But, it's uh, an awful, awful place. Trump can't aw- play. That's that's really, the, he's put himself in a situation where he can't play. Well, we've got Jeffrey Berman talking about Bill Barr trying to take... Uh, but are those violations of norms or are those illegal, the things that he did? A little bit, because he was... He was I'm so tired of hearing about violations of norms. They don't give a about norms. No, I mean, what, what Barr did, according to the Jeffrey Berman book, was he, Barr pressured Jeffrey Berman to take individual one out of anything, which was Donald Trump during the Michael Cohen stuff, which was, Michael Cohen went to prison for Donald for reals. Trump. For real, like a two-year sentence. Yeah, for reals, and he only got out because of COVID, mind you. And then they tried to jam it back in. They Trump's did. Trump's Justice Department did. They did. And that's also in Berman's book. Okay. And Berman isn't the greatest. He's better than most people who have written books. Maggie Hamberman, I'm looking at you, and um, 
uh, what's his face? Well, Maggie Haberman was an elected official who it doesn't you know, knew all this stuff and could have done better. No, she did. She knew a lot of stuff years before, and she was a reporter for the New York Times and could have reported at the time, but she waited for a book. Give me, give me an example of, of a specific detail that would have been well, all, devastating. All, well, all sorts of stuff. Oh, um, all, the, all this stuff right now. Yeah, that we now know or found out later that she knew three years ago. So, and, and Bob Woodward with the COVID stuff on tape. So F both of them, mind you. Um, but yeah, the Senate Judiciary Committee is going to investigate Barr now, thankfully, because he should have been investigated in the 90s for what he did with Iran-Contra. Oh, he swept the whole thing under the rug. Yep. He told George H.W. Bush pardon to all these pardon all And by the way, lawyers, if you listen, why if pardoning everybody makes it stop? Because then they're immune. So testify. Who cares? I've and then been pardoned. They go, and then, then they go to jail if they lie. Yeah. So, I mean, You're you know, creating perfect witnesses. I, to me, a pardon is like immunity. So I don't understand why that would sweep something under the rug versus making it easier for them. You've been pardoned. You have to talk. If you lie, now you're going to prison. Yep. I don't get why pardoning makes it better. It's like Unless immunity. somebody has committed a crime and wants to be out of jail. It makes it better for the person who's being pardoned, for sure. Well, Casper Weinberger. Oh, going back to jail. Which one? I know, right? It's hard to keep track of the heads. Which one? Uh, Bannon. Oh, yeah, he's going back. <laughs> he turned himself in a week, almost a week ago. You know what? I wish during the first time, for his first trial, I'm surprised, and maybe they did, maybe they did do this and I didn't know it. Maybe they, they sealed indictments and held them back till after Trump was gone to keep Trump from pardoning these people. Because people don't realize how much work goes into these investigations and these, these trials and these convictions. I mean, thousands of hours of work of very smart, very talented people go into every one of these trials. And, they, you know, it's like saying, oh, well, I'm just going to let him out of jail now. It's like right. your, your own boss <laughs> shooting you in the back. Right. No, I mean, uh, Bannon is going to finally go to prison because... Kathy Hochul will not I have not, not yet pardon. begun to fight. Whose original quote is that? That's a, that's a revolutionary war quote, right? Not Patrick Henry. Um, oh, maybe it is Patrick Henry. It might be. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, no, nice, dude. Talk big. Oh, no. And he said, oh, and, and Trump is, uh, Biden's illegitimate. And that's like, really, dude? Seriously? You're going to prison. You're still on the grift, bro. You're going to prison for your contempt of court. That's sooner than later. And then this, you're going to prison because you were convicted in a federal court and you were pardoned. And basically, they're using the federal stuff to convict him in the state. So it's already been shown. Pretty much, he's going. Then you're guilty. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he's going. Uh, I'm just waiting to see how hard the books get thrown. Like as I want the book thrown on all these people. As hard as possible. Like, is Trump hopefully? getting six months, or is he getting five years per every instance, kind of thing? He should, because what he did just with the classified documents. Like Sandy Berger didn't go to jail, but he carried one like file out under his jacket, which was, I remember the story. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? That's pretty weird. Hi, reality winner. And she did less. She did five years time and. For a less dangerous, less. Way less dangerous. Malevolent action. Absolutely. Because we know that Donald Trump took this stuff to either make money or hold stuff over people's heads. And by no, the way, he's the most transactional person I've absolutely. ever seen. There, absolutely, there, there was nothing. He was not going to do anything here that didn't benefit him. Of course. And for him to say, well, what I think is fantastic is when he truth socialed out. I would never lay stuff on the carpet. Like they were, like the, like his big beef was they were making him look like a slob. It's like no, dude, they're making you look like a drug kingpin, idiot. 
you know when they lay out like oh, the yeah. seas, like they the do guns it, and, and the guns money and, and, and on tables as if drug dealers do that, you know, or as if gun runners do that. No, <laughs> no. they don't do that, dudes. Um, it's in They're boxes. showing you what your what your taxpayer money provided. A gigantic bus that took you know a thousand pounds of fentanyl off the street and you know seized. Um, um, $20 million in drug money. And that's the other thing that I find amusing on the Twitters is your Marsha Blackburns and your Ted Cruz's and your Boberts and your... Uh, what, they're celebrating the drug seizures during Trump and now they're saying, oh, look at all these drugs. It's like, yeah, we seized them, you an idiot. Exactly. It's like, you don't think it's the own you think it is. That means that things are going the right way? I just think that they regard their most of their constituency as... As idiots? I would generously say lacking in discernment, but yeah, idiots. Rubes. Yeah. Well, they are rubes. They are, especially Trump supporters, because kids, if any of you are listening, which I doubt, but if you are, he is- You have bad parents. A, you have bad parents, and two, he is taking your money- and running with it. He's not doing anything for you. No, now they're investigating the uh, Save America pack. Sap. They, well, because at first they started raising the money on one, then they, they changed where the, the pack that it was going to. Nobody's right. going nobody's gonna to look at the details right. um, of what pack and 501c and what this legally can right. do and what this legally can't do, blah, blah, blah. Zoe Lofgren talked United, about it the first time, didn't Citizens she? United. Right. And so basically, he's now you know a million dollars went to Mark Meadows pack. He's just he's just giving away Halloween candy now to supporters and friends. Of course, saving it for himself. Like I I think uh, was it who's ahead of the senatorial reelection thing? Was it Ron, Rick Scott? Rick Scott. Like they were going to him hat in hand, begging them to undo the purse strings for like JD Vance and Dr. Oz and a few of these other really really lame. Kind of Christine O'Donnell, right. Kathy, uh, who is a woman? Uh, uh, I'm not a witch. And, you know, Christine O'Donnell, not a witch, uh, who could, that seat was so winnable against Coons and they threw it away. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Lang, who was the one in, not Kelly Lang, Kelly uh, Ward in Arizona. Right. They put her on the ballot. She was another nut job when they could have taken that seat. And uh, Trump's like, no, I'm not giving you this money. No. It's mine. It's mine. Mine, you know, mine, mine. Pry it from my cold, fat, chubby, dead hands. Little hands. Little teeny tiny little hands. By the way, a bunch of money that he owes to certain entities are coming up due soon. Like $300 million dollars here. I think he owes $140 million to the Doral. <laughs> and then I think another $300 and million. Only, and they've only been paying interest. They haven't been paying anything on the no. note. And they owe the notes soon. And I think another $300 million to somebody else. Where's that money going to come from? Doit? Deutsche Bank? I think he owes Deutsche Bank, by the way. And I think I, I, my belief the whole time was that Putin was guaranteeing those loans. Not anymore. Because <clears throat> Putin is about to lose to Ukraine. That's like Texas A&M losing to Appalachia State last week. Well, it's like, it's like uh, Alabama losing to the University of the Pacific. Trust me. Or losing to Alabama State. <laughs> Either one. But it's, it's literally... Actually, it's not, because apparently this Alabama and this poll was massively overrated going into the season. But regardless, so Putin has had... We gave them a Soviet Union ranking when they should have had... And they didn't deserve a Soviet Union ranking. There are a bunch of people that in, his, in Moscow who wrote him a letter going, you got to go, dude. No, he's getting hammered on, on right now on their news channels that they're allowed on the air right now. He's in trouble. He's they're in having, a lot of They're trouble. buying weapons from North Korea. They're yeah. probably buying weapons that were seized after the Korean War. Yep. Like, what kind of weapons does North Korea have? I know. It's like, and really? Ukraine has state of the art that they're that they they're do. getting. And uh, I'm wondering if they're going to make a move on Crimea. It's like, you know, why not? 
At well, this point, why not say we're going to we want to restore our restore our country in whole? Crimea is part of the Ukraine. I can't. Um, he, you know what? Politically, Vladimir Putin couldn't survive that politically. If they lose Crimea back to Ukraine, it's done. The war's not just done. He's done. Oh no, he's almost done right now because any fascist authoritarian and has to look like a strong man, and he doesn't look strong right now. If if Navalny were to get out of jail and win an election. That could change the entire global construct. It would. Russia would become an ally Again. of the United States if Navalny was in charge of that country. Well, even and with we the, would help them. What the people wrote to Putin was, we are now considered bad again. A, you suck. A, you suck. And two, you're now making us pariahs on the world stage. And we're the bad guys again. And you're, you're threatening nuclear war again. This is not good for Russia. If the oligarch the oligarchs can team up against him, that's what's happening, because they can't access their money. Like I think the he sanctions are working. Is going to have. I think he probably has a food taster now. Oh, I'd honey, be, he's I'd not anywhere near anybody that's giving I him would, food. I would be surprised if he does not have a food taster. Of course now. he does. Of course he does. I mean, you see him tables that are twenty yeah, feet away. <laughs> With the with uh, Macron, COVID, with yeah. Macron eighty yards away on the other side of that weirdo table. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's like a cartoon table. It was. Um, like I can feel your hands. Um, it it he's terrified. We have like a little one of those like little intercom, those new tone intercom systems. Hello. Have to How are the potatoes? Did you like the soup? There was not a lot of polonium. <laughs> oh, and by the way, the queen is still dead. True. Just letting you know. I am, you know. Along with General Blasimo Francisco Franco, still dead. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Chevy Chase. Um, by the way, with the royal coverage, all right. All I wanted to see was she dead, new king, then funeral, then coronation. But everything in between. I don't need any of it. We're the United States. We left we her great-great-grandfather for a reason. Um, and uh, she was apparently a lovely person in, in person. You know, I see um, her getting a lot of shite because of, you know, being colonialism a, and all this stuff that hi, happened. Nobody's blaming the parliament for that, by the way. It's like, she's, Nobody. A, she's not head of government. She's head of state. It's a totally different thing. She has no control over those decisions. That woman, do you remember the woman from... Uh, what was the, the lawyer who posted that thing? I hope she dies a painful death and yeah. it's miserable. It's like... It's like, what did you hope to accomplish by sending out that tweet? I mean, she's, you know, the university immediately denounced it. It's absurd. It's, well, it's, it's dumb. Just that, it's that 5% kind of BLM rhetoric where people that actually think you should defund the police rhetoric. It's like, no, dude. We well, the thing is, is everybody's police. blaming the king or the queen. I think she was a net plus. She was. And it's a parliamentary system. So blame... The Westminster Parliamentary Form of Government. May blame the prime ministers. Blame uh, the parliamentary. Don't. She's just. It's ceremonial. It's ceremonial. She yes. She's it's good for the kind of uh, esprit de corps of the country. I think. And the family gets as, a lot of money from much, all the colonies. As much money as as it it costs them to maintain the monarchy. I would say I hate to reduce it to tourism, but the tourism value of the monarchy is extraordinary, and I think it probably brings in ten times as much as it costs them in terms of expenses in their realm. Um, but I mean, they People you want know. to see the palace guards. They want to go yeah. to Buckingham Palace. They yes. want to see the changing of the guards and all that kind of stuff. And, and a bunch of tourists are waiting in line to see her dead, which is just weird. No, they want to pay their respects. I get that. I mean, a bunch of uh, British citizens. I'm surprised Obama didn't get an invite. 
Um, Apparently, they really, really hit it off. Well, I think what hap- what I've heard, protocol-wise, is they just invite the head of the country. But they didn't even give uh, Biden a, uh, what's it called when you bring a group of people with you, a... A delegation? A delegation. No, they have. He just, I heard it's him and his wife. It's just, he's decided. It's just him and Dr. Biden. Because you'd think he would have called I, Barry up and said, bro, I'm down? sure, and he would have gone. And I think that, that, that President Biden is doing the diplomatic thing because of Donald more so than anything else. Okay, he's jumped on this. Uh, let's talk about um, fascism. How hard he's jumped on the semi fascist thing. I mean, that, that's not an accidental thing. Ooh, he like, knows what he's talking to, about. You know, and he's been very, very clear. And he hasn't dubbed, he has I'm not, not ta- I'm not talking about all Republicans. Right. And I think he's banking, as much as uh, them thing, oh, he's throwing half the country under he's the bus. Not. I think that he's banking that the 25% of the Republican Party does know the difference. They do. So the MAGAs, he doesn't care about. No. He's never getting them back. No. I want to be very clear who I'm talking about. He's very clear about it. He has not backed off on this. He keeps doubling down and tripling down and quadrupling Which down. Which puts them on the defensive and makes and them they, stop talking about And then everybody goes, oh, wait, you, you hate all of us? It's like, we don't hate you. If it's if you Yeah, think, we do hate all of you people that were dumb enough to try to continue to propagate a lie. No, if you think we're talking about you, that's on you, yeah, not we do. on yeah, him. And we do. But and, the but, 25% of you that aren't, hear me. They hear the people that know, like uh, I did, unfortunately, have a friend that voted for Donald Trump, not in 2016, Could, but in 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weirdly. And since January 6th, he's like, I'm done with that guy. What was his rationale? I get the 2016 rationale. I do. You're a misogynist. You don't like Hillary. He's a great businessman. Honestly, before Donald Trump assumed the White House, like if you asked me one word to describe Donald Trump, I would have said- Failed businessman? No, I would have just said tacky. I get it. He said this kind of this goofy, fun celebrity kind of pop culture figure. He's this, and he's with the, the big gold gilded stuff. It's you know, it's cheap, it's tacky, whatever. But I assumed he was a billionaire, real estate guy. I didn't pay attention to him. He wasn't part of my life. I didn't care about him. He was someone in the white noise of my life. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, see, I did. And apparently, he's a gracious person when you're in person. Oh with no, him. he's very charismatic. He's apparently. not just charismatic that he's he's the person you see on TV is not really who he is. Of course, he's more like I heard George Bush's. Lovely. W. Bush was actually a quite gracious, very lovely, humble guy. I don't know how humble Trump is. But no, hum- Trump's not humble, but he's charismatic. Okay, and, and that he's actually fun and pleasant to be around. That's why he's friends with Tom Brady. That's right. So, because he was just a New York celebrity that was at all the parties, that was this and that, whatever. That no, had he his wanted own to jet. be famous. Yeah. So he knew how to now, be. George famous. Clooney and his friends, who were actually are in the Cool Kids Club, thought he was a clown. Right. And real, real, real estate investors. It's like they said, well, how can you say that he hates Jews? His daughter's a Jew. His grandchildren are Jew. His daughter. It's, no, he no. sold her off to a real billionaire real estate uh, mogul. Like, you know, the Kushners actually are billionaire well, they were. real estate developers until the idiot son bought that building, 555 Well, and his dad went to prison, remember? For being a dirtbag. Yeah. But they actually were legitimate, no. smart real estate investors. They knew what they were doing. His father was, at least, even though his father's a depraved weirdo. Uh, who Chris Christie put in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, don't tell me that he's a, he's a Jew lover because, no, you know, Ivanka Trump had to convert convert or to be accepted because, you know, it was almost like in Game of Thrones. It was. When, like, it was you, a, it when was you a, marry two houses. It was exactly that. And That's what to he marry was their told house to do. To the, to the Tyrells of Highgarden. He was told to do that and she was told to do that. And grain. That's what happened. But regardless... I love that you have no idea what... The, I'm talking about. I do with other soap operas, so I understand it. Yes, it's the greatest soap opera Dynasty. Same. a bit of a dynasty. Dynasty. Um, But the thing with with my friend who voted for him in 2020, he watches Fox News. 
So he was convinced that the wall was built. He was convinced on things that were factually untrue. And they hate CNN, but it's like, how do you know? Because you've never watched it. It's like, I've watched Fox News. Don't watch CNN now because it's becoming Fox News. I saw Dana Bash on State of the Union last week. Dana Bash. And I don't give how she pronounced her name. She doesn't deserve the appropriate pronunciation of her name on that thing. She had Chris Sununu on from New Hampshire. She let this guy spout provably ridiculous lies and propaganda for 10 or 15 minutes. Just sat there, didn't interrupt him, didn't push back, didn't follow up, nothing. She chucked taught him. Worse. And it's like, I, you know, you know it's, after I gave up on Meet the Press because I just couldn't take Chuck Todd anymore, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the very few celebrities that really punch you in gut when they die. When Ted, when uh, Tim Russert died, yeah. that was a real punch in the gut to me personally. Like I was personally am, upset by I'm that. I'm with you on that. And uh, so I, you know, they're not on my TV. And meet, I took Meet the Press off the TV on my default. You know what? Brian Stelter and reliable sources. People make fun of him because he's chubby and he's bald and I guess whatever. And he's kind of, he's not the most camera friendly guy and he's got a silly kind of not silly, but he doesn't look like you know you know Dan Rather or Brian Williams or right. he's not that the, attractive. No, it's not that he doesn't look like your typical new anchor. But he was, that show was very good. I can't believe people were controlling him hard. It's like what the fuck are you talking about, man? Reliable Source was a great show. I, I that that was a show I DVR'd, and State of the State of the Union was my default Sunday show. Right, you know. I like Jake. I like Dana. And the, the I don't know who, who's running CNN now. Um, uh, forget who it is. I want to say it's a Zucker, but it's like not. they lost John Harwood. They did. They are losing. The, did they fire him? I he might have not renewed his contract. I don't know. Same thing. But Anderson Cooper, whenever his contract is up, he's out of there. Do we know that? Oh, he's going to be because what has happened to CNN lately? They, Aaron Burnett, yesterday. Are they going after the disaffected Fox viewers? They're never going to go to okay. CNN. We know that. OAN ain't going to go to CNN. I don't know what they're thinking. OAN doesn't exist anymore. They don't, they've been deplatformed. Uh, but and Newsmax D-T-Cabot is D- still around. Got it. Um, but so you think Anderson Cooper's out? Oh, he will be. I mean, he can write his own ticket. Because he's a decent reporter and a decent newsman. No, he's next level. He's a next level guy. He's, he's, a, he's a Vanderbilt. He's really, he's really good DNA. at his job. And and he's not a propagandist. And he's not willing to have the producer in his ear no, stop him from asking questions. No, I have a full man crush on Anderson Cooper. Anderson of course Cooper's you a, should. He's awesome. He's also very pretty. He's very handsome. That's not the thing that is most appealing to me about Anderson Cooper. He's handsome, though. But he's the man. And I saw him swimming with 20-foot Nile crocodiles. And I was like, wait. What? He did a 60, 60 Minutes thing about Nile crocodiles, and he was in the water, like in a caves, with 20-foot Nile crocodiles. I'm like, bro, this is a guy who strapped a camera to his back when he was 18 years old and went into Chechnya to cover the war. Yeah. No, he's, he's you know the real kind of shit? Sorry, I should have okay. waited five you seconds. You should have waited. I got, I got number three on Chechnya was of human rights violations, yes. and it was like the movie Hostel, like yeah. brought to life. Yeah. And 18 years old, your Vanderbilt name doesn't protect you. Oh, God, no. And... You know, Chechnya during that time annihilation that was going on. Yeah, no, I mean, and that was the epitome of atrocities. Yes. So he's that guy. He's got that going through his blood. He does. And that's why he will quit CNN potentially because it it could hurt his brand. They lose Anderson Cooper. They lose their brand completely. They can't lose Anderson Cooper. No, Aaron Burnett literally was talking about Hunter's laptop. Wow. Yeah. They've gone there. They've gone full Fox. Not the 40 subpoenas. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. What was on the laptop? What's the truth about the laptop? Nothing. No, there's something. There is no laptop. My point is... Hold on. I'll tell you next week then. F you. <laughs>
bitch. <laughs> if you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll talk at you guys next week. <laughs>